you are officially on the uh the spotify okay yeah okay. I, i've always wanted to be on spotify yeah so you're officially the spotify audio of the day my guy i'm ready for that all right so, i've seen your dreaming about podcasts before i used to watch it when you did it with cyan yeah, it's been a it's been a while, man. It's been a while. I miss Brendan. It's 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 been a long time. I gotta get him on the podcast. I know we've had him on here before, but uh, he's I always sick play with him the other day. I was oh, happy about that. wait, he's back in uh, I forgot he's back in the states now, right? Yeah, he uh, he lives like a couple minutes from me. So nice. It's nice because we live in a really small town, so we just hit each other up. And we're like, let's get Chick Fil A, and we go to get Chick Fil A, and then we like go home, you know, because like we're like gamers. Yeah. So there's not really a lot for us to do in the real world. Like uh, we, we hang out it's like we, we just feel very detached like we'll talk right um but uh, for the most part it's like hey let's go home and then we could like we can hang out and play games <laughs> that's awesome man so how's he doing is he good he he looks okay doesn't look too swamped with all the editing that man's doing no he he seems like he's doing very well right now so you know Heck yeah, I know man. that summer sometimes, and especially with COVID, can get people down. But he seems like he's killing it. So. Yeah, this COVID stuff is crazy, man. Uh, I'm I'm the opposite. So I was uh, I was an athlete first, and then I got into gaming in my high school years, like big time, big time. Uh, so like going out is a big thing for me, and being stuck inside is like, oh man, is weird. You're an athlete. What do you play? Uh, I did soccer for three years in high school, oh, okay, um, okay. and then uh, a lot of basketball in middle school, just because that was like the go-to. You didn't have soccer fields in New York City. There's uh, oh, concrete okay. everywhere, yeah. so basketball was the easiest yeah, accessible one. Yeah, uh, but it, it was a good time. It was a good time. It was a good time. I uh, I lettered in theater. That was my that was my calling card for Dude, high school yes. sports. Wait, so you were uh, like officially in theater in high school? Yep, and I officially lettered. They they sent me a letter. You know, you can get like a letter jacket. I got a letter. Like, I oh, that's clean for the for the for the theater team, right? Yeah, I almost did it ironically, but then I was like, you know what? I don't feel like this is what I should do. <laughs> no, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Now, I'm, I was big into acting in uh, in middle school, so I, I grew up, like, all over the place, like, moving, like, from here to there, right? They have yeah. an awesome theater team here in Texas, and I was here for a year in middle school and uh, fell in love with it. I'll be honest, mainly for uh, the classmates and the people, but... There's something about like getting into another person's mindset or character's mindset that's super awesome, and it's the main reason why we got you on this podcast because I want to figure out like how you tick and talk as a content creator, right? Okay, okay. Um, so talking about that, you've been uh, you've been you've been kind of growing a lot on YouTube lately, and you've been streaming a lot of Valorant. You've been making a lot of Valorant content. It's been absolutely phenomenal to see the growth. How does it feel? Uh, it's pretty cool. Like, I don't know. So I, I've been creating content for like years and I think it's funny to like think back. I like I've had my ups and downs. There was a couple of years ago where um, maybe a year and a half or something like that, where I, my channel was still doing pretty well. But like, it's really different on Twitch in the regards of like, well, because like if you don't have any sort of foundation, you could be doing 10, 15, 20 viewers, but like you don't have anything to like back it up. Right. Or, like on YouTube now, like I'm, just, it feels like a steady growth where it's like on Twitch before I would have like 15 viewers, but I was at like 1K. And now it's like I, I'm back up to like 25, 30 viewers and I have like 2.8K. You know, it's just like the, the different and dynamic, you know, it can like it can definitely ebb and flow. But um, we're in a good place right now. And I feel I'm pretty, uh, pretty confident in our growth and stuff. So that's kind of nice. Yeah, I've been loving the YouTube titles you've been releasing. We had one that was like uh, how Sinatra carries every single game. And then like the next video, maybe not the next one, but it was like one of them around. There was like uh, Brimstone Goes Pew Pew. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I was I like, dude, that's the greatest title ever. 
Well, like the thing is, <laughs> I upload. I try to upload around daily. Right. I was. I was. Um. I watch a lot of Devin Nash, and I think that you do as well. I'm not really sure. But, yeah, um, big Devin Nash fan. He had Ludwig on recently, and mm. it, it. I vibed so hard with Ludwig. Ludwig is like the um the guy that I I like want it to be you know he's he's like the super successful version of me and i'm like the minorly successful version of me you know right uh, and it's really funny because like i was listening to him talk and he was like yeah well i upload like every day and it's really cool because you can just like when you upload every day you can do dumb shit like just title a video like brimstone pew pew and just like throw it out there and see how it does you know and it's like <laughs> if you only upload once a week and right. you spend like a shit ton of time trying to edit and am i allowed to swear on your podcast no you're good you're good you're good okay if you put like a ton of time into trying to edit this video right like maybe like 20 hours into editing a video and you upload it you don't want to title it brimstone pew pew yeah what if it does poorly like, yeah it performs that yeah it's just like well i spent so much time working on that but for like me it's like i'm just gonna go for it and I'll throw <laughs> it might do well it might not you know you never know i think i titled it something before that and i literally changed it after it wasn't it wasn't doing well i was like whatever this is the original title i wanted to go with brimstone pew pew and it started to perform better <laughs> nice that's awesome it's got to be liberating to be able to like make content. So making videos every single day, I imagine, is like super draining because you got to edit that, you got to plan it out, right? But it's also yeah. got to be nice to just be able to like throw something out there and be like, okay, if that one does bad, we got something for tomorrow, so we don't have yeah. to like bank everything on this, right? And it's um, I so I basically there, there's a couple different models that you can take with YouTube and your content. I, I kind of follow the the model that Devin Nash promotes or uh, promotes a lot, where he says um. It's mostly title thumbnail that like matters. Yep. Um. So like the content of the video, of course, does matter. But like I, I generally use stream content, which my stream content, it's 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 good. You know. Uh. So it's, it's, it's like it's more than good. It's above average. Well, it's, it's amazing. It's not like comparatively, it's not like refined YouTube content where it's like specifically made for YouTube, right? But I, like, I reformat it and I throw it up. Um. And then you just focus focus on the title and thumbnail, and it's just like that's a lot easier for me than to focus on making like the super refined YouTube content. Cause I'm not really a YouTube creator. Uh, it's just, right. I tried to do it for a while. It's, it's very tedious. It's very hard. And it's, it's a lot very of hard. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm much more of like the live content creator where it's like, Hey, we're going to do something cool. It's going to have a good title. Yes. And we're going to upload it. It's going to do probably all right. And then we're going to move on to the next thing. And that's what I more prefer, you know? Um, yeah, man, I'm the same way. I, anytime I try to do like scripted content. So I've done like maybe one or two videos where like the intro is scripted. I can't do it, man. Every time I have like a piece of paper in front of me and I'm reading off of it, I sound like a robot. I start tripping up. Yeah. I'm like, um, uh, yeah, so let's, uh, and you know, it's just not a, it's not a good time. Whereas when it's live, it's authentic. It's top of the dome. It's genuine. Um, but I, well, I think it depends on the person. You were chilling in my stream yesterday too, while I was watching that one video and I was saying how it just felt very scripted. Yeah. Not in even a terrible way. Like, the guy didn't sound, like, weird or, like, he was insincere. It just felt like, here's a sentence, yep. here's another sentence, yep. here's another sentence. And it just feels, un like, it doesn't feel as uh, genuine. Like, the, the person... Not, not a real conversation. conversation yes, yeah. exactly, exactly, so, exactly. That's why I uh, I generally prefer, or I, I, I include all of my uhs and ands and likes, uh, my different mannerisms and stuff. Um, yeah, I, I say you know a lot. That's Dude, that I that's, that's the one thing I've... I can't kill that habit from New York City growing up, you know? If I get yeah. excited or, like, worried, one of those two things, you know, pops out of my language, like, every yeah, other sense. Know. Yeah. And I, I kind of like that, honestly. A lot of people make fun of me for it in my YouTube videos, but I'm just like, I'm a Twitch creator. You want to do a live conversation and talk <laughs> for an hour and not include any mannerisms? Go for it, buddy. You know, it's yep. just like, people are going to make fun of you for it. It doesn't really matter to me.
Yeah, it's and, and I'm all for making YouTube content. I'm all for vlogs, but like the the idea of like getting a vlog camera or getting getting your camera to do like some type of content. Let's say Valorant content, right? And yeah. it's scripted, or you hit start record, and you're like, okay, uh, hey guys, what? No, nah, that's not good. That's not good. Let's. <laughs> Yo, what's up, every? Nah, not enough energy. Not a, like I can't do that, man. It just I don't know. And then I feel like. Dis disillusionment i don't know if that's a word i'm pretty sure that's a word maybe uh when you get disillusioned when you meet someone right like yeah. you love this youtuber right you're like oh i love his energy i love the way he talks uh, i love the way that he interacts with people and then you meet the guy and he's like super quiet he doesn't really talk that much like yeah. that's got to be a jarring experience so why not be like the genuine you that you can be as a content creator right oh yeah you're like i i, I feel kind of bad sometimes when i'm like I, i'm so i chill in my discord and um I actually don't have any locked channels. I have one locked channel that I'll use like when I'm streaming, basically. Right. But for the most part, if I'm hanging out in my Discord, it's in a public channel, so anybody can join. Anybody can come talk to me, you know. Um. And sometimes when I'm playing a game and I'm kind of frustrated, and somebody hops in and they're like, "Hey, man, I love your videos." I'm like, "Oh, I really hope my energy isn't terrible." <laughs> it's just it's like their first experience. I love your videos, dude. I'm like, thanks. Like I just died ten times in. <laughs> Um, please don't yeah, unfollow no. stay around you'll get to pog moments every now and then i do genuinely feel bad though when people like it, it's got to be like rough if you have a creator that you really look up to and then yeah. you talk to them, you're like this guy's kind of like a dick you know like that, yep. would be, that would be really bad so i never want to be that guy yeah because it's just like the people who genuinely come up to you and they're like dude i love your videos they genuinely do enjoy your videos yeah they want to talk to you and it's like it'll be feel kind of shitty if i'm just like uh being mean to somebody you know Nah, that's why you're one of my favorite creators, though, because, like, I've... So I met you at TwitchCon, for those that yeah. don't know. Um, we grabbed sushi. It was awesome. I apologize. That was, like, last minute. I was doing, like, 10, 20 different things it, that day. It was amazing, dude. And I have big respect for you because you didn't even get a ticket to TwitchCon. You just showed up, and you had fun. Dude, like, that's, I... That's awesome. It was a bummer, not gonna lie, when I couldn't get a ticket, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get the plane ticket. I'm gonna go anyways, and I'm gonna make this into an experience. I will say for for people in my community that's watching this podcast, <clears throat> the the vlog isn't out yet. I apologize. It's a lot of footage, man. I've been procrastinating it. We're gonna get that out. We're gonna get that out. But point being, uh, had sushi with you, and it was a little chat. But when I was talking with you, it wasn't like a wow, this dude's different. It was like no, this dude's the exact same on Twitch as he is in person, and that is so dope. That's so awesome. That's good to hear because I always feel incredibly awkward at all points of time. <laughs> like, uh, so when I met people at TwitchCon, I had to apologize to some people at TwitchCon because right. I felt like maybe I was giving off vibes like I didn't like them. Yeah. Like I saw this um, these people I had met on Twitch things and like I saw them. I was like, I really want to say hi, but I don't know if they like me. Yeah. So like I approached them and I was like, hey guys, how's it going? And then I was like, I gotta go. And I was like, it probably looks like I, just, I was trying to avoid them or I didn't want to talk to them. Yeah. So I literally, I approached them a little bit later and I was like, hey, I'm so sorry. I was such a <laughs> jerk earlier. And they're like, no, you were fine. And I was like, I don't, I can't, I can't read people. I don't know. Like, it's, it's weird meeting people. It's hard at TwitchCon yeah. particularly. Yeah, everyone, yeah. Everyone's got their own agenda. Everyone's yep. doing their own thing. And yep. like, you're like, do I, do you want to talk to me? Do you not? Are you busy? Like, are you busy? Are you going to the panels? Are you networking? Are you selling something? Or are you just having fun? It's weird. Yeah. But it's cool at the same time getting the, all the mix of personalities and, and agendas and kind of seeing that all get mixed into one place. I love TwitchCon. I can't wait to go again once this, once this pandemic lifts, man. Hopefully next year we can go. My goal this year, too, it's kind of nice that uh, maybe it was canceled a little bit. Because my goal this year was I wanted to be partner when I went. 
and I don't think I'm gonna hit that goal by the time that I would have rolled around. That's but fair. I think I can next year. I think I. I, I think you could pull it off, man. You you've had a lot of growth in the YouTube and the Twitch. It's been it's been really cool to see. I I remember I think it was like two months ago, three months ago. I pulled up your YouTube channel, and it was like a thousand subscribers. I'm like, man, like the dude is growing. That's awesome. Like it's about time. He needs like you've been grinding way longer than I have, right? And I remember like two weeks later or three weeks later, it's like two thousand. I'm like, dude, this is it. Like, this is your, you know how everybody has like slopes, right? Yeah. That is like one of your slopes. And it's so awesome to see it, dude. Yeah, it's like the start. Yeah. Um, I, I do got to say, though, like people, people have told me this before it starts happening. You, it, it's never enough, dude. Like once you it's start growing, not. you want to grow more. So uh, it went from back in January. This makes me sound spoiled, too. But like as a content creator, I feel like you'll get it. It's um in January I would upload a video and I get like ten views and I'd be like okay like whatever um and like if it got like a hundred views I was like this video performs so well dude it's awesome. yes and now I upload a video and if it gets less than like five k I'm like eh you know it's like, <laughs> yeah it, 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 I, I don't know I don't understand how that dynamic like shifts so much where it's like like I uploaded a video like recently it got like two k views and I was like that was a bad video and it's like that. How do you warp your brain around that? Where like five months ago, I was like, yep. dude, I got a hundred views. That's insane. You know, it's, it's so true, weird. dude. It's, it's, it's bizarre. It's bizarre with my content. It's a lot of, uh, so I, I call myself like the extremes, both in growth and just personality, just cause that's just yeah. who I am. Right. So if you ever look at my videos, you have one video that's like 80 views and you have the next video that's like 6,000. Yeah. And it's just like, it's, it's, it's night and day. Right. But it's like you said, man, like at first, the 100 and 200 views are like, dude, we killed it. Like, let's go. Right. And then once you get like a little taste of like the upper, the upper view count for your, for your channel, that's like the new average. Or that's the new standard to break. You just right? always want to do better. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy, crazy. But you weren't always making Valorant content. What was the original content you used to make for the YouTube channel? Well, are we talking original, original, or like like semi-original? Let, let's like, let, uh, let's like rewind the clock original. all the way back. So, let, what was if, what was like day numero uno, King Live? I'm gonna make a YouTube channel. If you go all the way back, my YouTube channel started with a ton of friends. Um, it's Astrozy. I don't know if you know her. She's one of my moderators, but hmm. um, it, it was a couple other people, and we all decided we were going to make a uh, YouTube like team. You know, because like back in the day, you would watch things like Rooster Teeth and like yeah, man, and like they would like hang out and they make videos. And we wanted to be like them, you know? So we were like, we're funny. We're 14. We can do this, you know? Um, so we put together this channel. We called it Outland Gaming. And um, there's like five or six of us. And we were all going to make YouTube videos, right? Nice. And I think I think it's Astrozy made like a couple videos. And my, my buddy Kenny made a couple of videos. And like uh, a couple other friends, we made a couple of videos. I was the only one who like kept doing it. Right. And like I, I, I started out, we made Gary's Mod videos. Um, we made... Uh, the hidden i don't know if you ever played that game i try to do Have my own it. like let's plays nice uh, and, like i kind of i kind of hit all the bases and stuff where I eventually i kind of segued into league of legends content right and i i found my way into education when i started doing world of warcraft because nice. i watched a lot of educational youtubers yeah uh, like for force gaming he he used to do starcraft videos and i would watch those a lot i don't know nice. if you've ever heard of him yep and then um i i basically i did wow videos and those that was like my first success on youtube nice. i would do I found a niche, so that's what that's what everyone always tells you to do. Find and a I niche, hundred percent. I was playing an elemental shaman in World of Warcraft in Legion, which, if you don't know anything about World of Warcraft, that was the worst class in the game. It was oh okay, it was not good. And I was like, uh, I'm going to make guides for this class because I think it's better than people realize. And I made like these guides where I was like, I was measuring the 
the the the stats of the abilities and how right. well they performed and like uh basically it started to get a couple thousand views and i was like education's where it's at dude people yep. are looking for this stuff yeah um realistically speaking education's probably not where it's at if you're trying to be like logan paul or something like that yeah but it's a very good place to start and that's where i would tell everyone to go. yeah i agree i feel like uh i feel like you're doing it right because right now you're doing a mix of what i call like education but also sprinkled with your personality which is yep. super awesome to see um but you catch the attention with the education thumbnail and like the title right and then they stay for the personality and i'm just curious i don't like to pigeonhole people into like one type of content do you think i know valorant's like the love right now right and we'll talk about that yeah. in a second but do you think you'll ever like explore other games or different types of content or are we gonna see the king live vlogs maybe possibly i would absolutely love to do stuff like that right? uh, i think that i think i need to build a more solid foundation for my audience right now like mm. if i ever started to get to like partner levels and maybe like above that i might try to um, segue it into a different direction right. i was talking about this on stream yesterday i like i try to do something like try relatively specific with my content where it like you said it is the guides but for the most part it is my personality yep. and i don't want people to get attached to the guides that i'm doing yep um the guides is what brings you in, but then you're like, okay, this guy's kind of interesting. And that's yep. why I'll upload a gameplay video every now and then. And my gameplay is not top tier. It's all right. You know, I'm, I'm okay with the game, but like for the most part, Pretty you're good. watching it, you're laughing at what I'm doing. And then um, every now and then I'll do a stream of like a different game just to test the waters. So last night I actually played Apex and I yeah. had a, a decent amount of people come out. You know, yeah, it was, like, it was pretty awesome. It's cool to see. I can play whatever I want and like an okay amount of people will show up, you know? Yep. Um, and that's the goal. I don't want to, I don't want people to get too comfortable with anything. Yeah. And as far as, like, people have seen on my channel, too, I'm very niche on Valorant right now. I do mostly guides for one specific character. Once again, I'm just kind of trying to replicate what I've done in the past. Yep. Um, and it's working very well, but, like, sometimes I'll upload guides for different characters, and they won't perform as well. That's yeah. okay. I, I, I don't want people to get too comfortable with the fact that I'm just a one-trick, you know? Yeah, I agree. That's what's performed the best. I, I agree. I agree. How do you like, uh, so, getting away from the content, but still talking about Valorant, what are your thoughts on the game right now, post-beta, post-hype? Because the uh, hype is kind of dying out just a bit, just a bit. It is dying down a little bit. I think that um, I'm pretty confident in Riot to actually just keep the game alive, though. I don't think that it's going to die anytime soon. I and agree. I think the game is super fun right now. Um, I'm not really getting tired of it. A lot of people are like, oh, we're just playing Apex. The Valorant's already dead. I'm like, nope, I, I enjoy Valorant a lot. Sometimes I want to play a different game every now and then. You know, just like, I think that's perfectly fine. Yeah. But I think Valorant's going to be here to stay. I don't think Riot's letting this game die anytime soon. Yeah, I, I love the way that Riot's, like, uh, really focusing on the community more so than even League, in my opinion. Because, like, with League videos and the League of Legends channel, it's just new champion, new champion trailer, new promotional stuff, right? But with the yeah. Valorant YouTube channel, we're getting, like, community spotlights of, like, some of the coolest streamer moments. And that is so awesome to see, man. Yeah. Well, and it's like awesome that they're highlighting the community and everything. And then there's all these uh, tournaments going on for the Ignition series. Yeah. They're definitely trying to make it a competitive esport. And sometimes I feel I, I don't really follow CS too much, so I don't really know exactly what's going on in the scene. Um, but I I there's there are so many tournaments going on for Valorant. And they're yeah, not Yeah, it's crazy. They're not getting outrageous viewerships and stuff, but as a content creator, and this is a primary like a type of my content where I do like a, a game breakdowns or like analysis. Yep. It's awesome for me to just I could just watch a tournament every single day if I wanted to. Like, yeah. I could just go through and like pick out games and like uh, choose to do those. So it's yeah. like Yeah, it's been it's, it's been pretty awesome. It's been pretty awesome. I don't I didn't know that they did that as what Shy Flowers just said. By the way, welcome to the chat. How's it going? Um yeah, so they every I want to say every two weeks they have like hot moments in uh valorant twitch so they'll feature streamers like myth they'll feature streamers like ninja tim the top man uh really really dope epic moments are really like in like 
oh dude that was a really bad play what was the what was the thought process on that the jet like goes goes into the air ults and then just gets popped and sniped right away right um but on top of that like you said the ignition series to make the esports scene super nice do you think having too many term tournaments dilutes the viewership or do you think having a lot of tournaments like really sets the foundation um I guess if they had like a primary one, it would probably do a little bit better. And I think that's something that they'll steal towards with like LCS and stuff. So, you know, right. League of Legends is the LCS uh, championship series where it's like this main thing. Yeah. I think for, that, um, for the most part, right now, it's a lot of different tournaments going on that they don't really need to put the uh, the pressure into running themselves. They're only kind of like just the community take hold, which is always how games have like CS have worked, right? Yeah. There's tons of different CS tournaments that people can participate in. Yep. Um, and I think that it's interesting that they're kind of taking this approach where it's like, this is the Vitality tournaments or this is the Immortals tournaments. I'm not sure if the Ignition series is a, a one whole thing or if it's like spot or like all these different parts or like different parts of it. Like spontaneous. Uh, like supporting all of these. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting. It's interesting to see for sure. Yeah, I'm big fan of it. Big fan of it. Um, I think it's going to be really cool to see how content creators stick to the game because even though the hype is dying out, the biggest streamers are still streaming it, which is weird. So well, it's because it's fun. Yeah. And I, I, I and I agree with you, but it's weird to see, like, so you may, I don't know if you see it on your comments, because I've seen your comments in your YouTube videos, but I'll watch, like, other YouTube, like, Valorant videos, and it's like, oh, this video, this game is so boring. It's like, there's nothing to do. There's no movement, blah, 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 blah. But then you see the big streamers, and they're playing it, like, on a week-to-week -week basis with all of their friends, you know? Yeah. And that's really cool to see that the creators love a game. And it's not just for the viewers, it's because they genuinely enjoy the game, you know? Yeah, and, like, its viewership isn't through the roof or anything, but it, people just enjoy playing it. Um, I, I think uh, beyond that, too, I think its viewership probably has a problem because it's very slow-paced. To make a game like Valorant seem, like, super interesting all the time is going to be kind of difficult. Yep. That's why I prefer to do the type of content that I do where I, like, talk about different things or I, like, break down the game. Uh, but, like... The game itself is just a really good time. I know I played it with Shy Flowers in chat yesterday, and she was having a really good time. And just, yeah, uh, it, it, if you haven't played it yourself, I definitely recommend giving it a shot. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I agree. It's, it's, but it's, I, don't, I don't know if it's the same spectator sport. I think as an eSport, when you have, like, the spectators and stuff, and they're, like, switching between cams, and you have, like, the commentators, I think it could do really well. Yeah. But when you're watching somebody, a lot of the game, there's a lot of downtime. There's, there's a lot, lot of, of downtime. Waiting, reacting to the thing, different yep. things, and yeah, uh, that can be kind of rough. Another thing too, as far as competitive goes, yeah, most streamers when they stream this game, they have to run like a one minute delay because otherwise they'll get stream sniped, and being being yes. stream sniped in this game could be a big deal because the game's ninety percent information. Yeah, know? that's uh, tough. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Um, CS:GO versus Valorant. Who's your? Uh, who do you put your money on? Long term, five years. Uh, I think Valorant. I just I've seen how Valve supports their games. I don't think it's 100 percent the way that I think that it needs to be. That's true. Uh, League of Legends has always been bigger than uh, Dota. That's uh, true. Like not always, I guess. Since like it's released pretty much. Mm -hmm. um, and then with uh, Valorant now coming into the space, I think Valorant will overtake CS eventually. I don't think it's gonna happen right away. I don't think it's gonna happen in the next year. But I think given time, I think Valorant overtakes CS. Yeah, agreed, agreed, agreed. I, I'm I'm hyped to see it just because I love the game a lot um and it's cool to see that it has like a very strong foundation in terms of the players but i'm interested to see like how many twitch events we're gonna get if the viewership stays like where it's at just because it's not a pretty number to look at for riot games standpoint just because they're they're kind of spoiled by the big numbers they get from league right yeah. but uh i don't know man if we can get like a free cam like system going on 
the way that Overwatch has. So I don't know if you've seen like the Overwatch cinematic edits they do like live during the broadcast. It yeah. looks sick, man. Like they got like a cinematic shot of Reinhardt coming in like straight in and then they'll like 360 pan it and it'll just show him crashing to three people. If they can do stuff like that during the match of like, I don't know, a jet ulting in and it's like a side cam view of jet and it traces her and then she drops and then three piece right i think yeah. that would look sick i think they could probably make it happen i there i will say their uh spectators definitely need some work on these tournaments and i'm not sure if it's just like the amateurs of these uh tournaments being ran by like immortals or vitality or what's going on Agreed. but um they're missing a lot of really big plays and yeah. it got me thinking wh what does that do for the esport when like cool shit happens but they miss it you yeah know? and like now they can't highlight it like because when I watch it, when you think of the best plays on, like, Counter-Strike, right, for example, I don't know if you played too much CS, but, like, think of, like, Hiko's 180, like, flick where uh, people are, like, inhuman reactions or whatever. Imagine if they had missed that play. The spectator was not watching him walk through those double doors when he did that 180 flick and he shot the guy. Right. Imagine if they had not, but that play just doesn't exist. Yeah. It's like, oh, uh, okay, Hiko did something really cool in that game and we'd have to go back and see it. Yeah. But, like, it's that moment that, like, we watched in esports. If you watch that live, you're like, that is the coolest shit I've ever seen, you know? Yeah. And, like, when they miss stuff like that, it, it is kind of a bummer. So they definitely need work with their spectators. They need to figure out a way where, like, they can't miss these cool plays that players will make, where somebody gets a double kill or a triple kill and it's just not on camera. It's like, cool, you know? Um, but yeah no that's, that's disappointed me for sure in the esports scene so far i agree i think they can fix it though so like uh when i was a part of ogn they they owned not owned they worked with uh the PUBG world championship right and they yeah. did all the production for that game and what they did that was really cool to see the behind the scenes of is they have a creative director who caused the shots on which like character or like person to put the camera on because they know a good moment's gonna happen but then they got like 20 or 30 people that are watching like 30 different like perspectives, right? And they'll, okay. sh and they'll shoot feedback to the director saying, hey, this is about to happen. And the director makes the shot call on, okay, we're going to switch over to this guy then. So if they can get like a system like that running, I think it would be really good. Yeah. Or like even um, this probably doesn't work. Well, I don't know if it's a tournament. It doesn't really matter as much because they're not really interactive in chat. Get on like a one minute delay. And then like put it together like like uh, fluidly. I wonder if there's a way that they could do that. Like as it happens, be like, Ooh, okay, this one that's needs a good to be idea. included. Yeah, I wonder if there's like a way that they could kind of do that where they have like just a minute to work with, where they can be like, this needs to be shown, this needs to be shown, this needs like they can like skip around, you know. That's or pretty smart. Whatever order they want to do it in. Um, you could even go more than one minute because I don't know if it's necessarily like a massive deal if you're watching a tournament. When I watch the LCS, I don't need it to be live, you know. Yeah, uh, it, yeah, it has got to be live. I think me feeling like it it is live is like an important thing, but like yep. maybe like a five minute delay and they're yeah. just like piecing it together as they go. I wonder if that could work. Uh, nah, that'd be pretty sick. That's a smart idea. Yeah. Smart. Just so they don't miss those moments though, because that's what makes it engaging is seeing the cool plays and stuff. And when you miss the cool plays, I, I, I will admit, sometimes you watch like the spectator miss something and you're like, wow, this is kind of scuffed, you know? Yeah. Watch something else. Yep. Yeah, agreed, agreed. So how do you, so when you make Valorant streams versus Valorant YouTube, a lot of your YouTube is informational. I've caught a few of your streams and a few of your streams is like focusing on the game. It's ranked. We got to get some W's, right? But a lot yeah. of your streams from what I've seen is kind of informational. You're kind of formatting it into the YouTube videos, right? Yeah. How do you keep... So, uh, All right, go ahead, go ahead. No, finish your questions. Just so I know how to answer it. Uh, how, do you keep the, uh, how do you keep the stream energy going during, uh, during a ranked match, during just focus on the W? 
So as far as rank, this kind of goes back to the Ludwood discussion where I was talking and like I, I related to him a lot. Uh, right. He basically he does the same thing that I do, um, okay. or rather I guess I do the same thing that he does because he 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 takes priority because he's so much larger. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he uh, basically what we'll do is we'll we'll focus on one priority for the stream where it will be like this is what I'm doing on stream today. This is the thing that we are doing. You know, got it. We'll start the show and I'll be like, okay, for today's show we're going to be breaking down G2's game against uh whoever uh in this scenario and uh, we're gonna break down all these cool things that they did you know um and that'll be the first hour and a half of the stream that's smart and after that i can do whatever i want because <laughs> i i already i that's have smart. the youtube content done I, yeah. I have what my goal was that was the show now we're just relaxed and now we're just hanging out it's like a normal stream you know um so i don't really focus about the energy as much in the later half of the stream right but um in, in the first half of the stream that is when we do our business that's when we get stuff done you know? no i look i'll be honest i might steal that because that's kind of smart coming with the goal coming with like a show a headline right and then you bring in everybody and then you just kind of like hang out with the community afterwards well, the even cooler part too is that like when you come in with an idea or like the show, you start to um you start to create content even when you're when not focused on creating content, right? Ooh. So like for example, yesterday was a stream that was completely unplanned. I did have things if I wanted to do something. So for example, that G two idea, we're actually going to be taking a look at G two games later, probably this week. Yeah. Um, but I had two different things. I had G two and I had a duelist guide, and then I also was like, I don't want to do anything today because it's Saturday and I don't normally stream on Saturday. So I'm yeah. just gonna play Apex. And we played Apex. And then we did a react video, which was kind of funny. And I'm, I, I might upload that to YouTube. I'm still debating. You, you, you got to do um, it, man. That was amazing. I, I so like, fun. so that's <laughs> going to be interesting because not to cut you off, but I wonder if like they see it as douchey when that's not the intention. Yeah. I think I think it's like a parody reaction. I think it's hilarious, you know. I think it's hilarious though, because I uh, for people who weren't there, I reacted to a guide. <laughs> like, it was a guide video. <laughs> I was like, Let's do a reaction video to this, and that's like so obscure that I was like, that's like quality content. Like that's funny. Um, I agree. And especially if I if I started doing like more stuff like that, where it's like I would I would refine it over time, it would get good. Um, so I was like, okay, well maybe we upload this, and then beyond that, I also um. Me and Shy played, and it was her first time playing, and I was like, that's content right there. Like, I might be able to turn that into a YouTube video. Yeah. See my friends how to play Valorant or something like that. Like, that would be fun, you know? That'd be uh, amazing. So there's two YouTube videos that just came out of a stream that I wasn't even planning to, like, make a video on. And it's just like, the more you think about creating content, the more you're able to just accidentally create content. Uh, it's like, that's something that a lot of streamers don't do, especially people who don't create YouTube content. Yeah. I've heard a lot of experts talk about this, too, and, like, it's something that I've really promoted myself. Um if you instead of doing twitch streams you should start out with youtube i think i think youtube I agree. will 120 percent excel way better than a regular twitch streamer i agree because they understand the idea of having to make a segment that is entertaining and like uh, uh, helpful for the viewer you know yeah and twitch, and twitch streamers just don't learn that they, they don't they and then tell, we got the whole issue of uh we got the whole issue of discoverability on twitch too which is just yeah it's brutal you can't grow on just twitch like imagine a twitch streamer trying to grow with no twitter no instagram no youtube no just twitch just purely twitch i don't have to imagine i tried to do it for a while. <laughs> uh, uh yeah it, it's rough you don't don't try to grow on twitch alone unless you're insane if you're like the coolest person in the world um you might be able to get by with it but youtube is so much it's more so much easier the majority yeah. of i want to say my twitch viewers have come from youtube to be quite honest yeah. with you guys well, that's what somebody asked me yesterday um it was on stream there they asked me hey so you're a full-time streamer now like you don't have a job why don't you stream more often and I said, uh, because streaming more often would be the worst decision I could ever make. Yeah. Uh, 
Like, if it, it, maybe I want to stream a little bit more than three days a week. But right. like, if I, if they're asking me to stream eight day, eight hours a day, no, yeah. absolutely not. That is a terrible decision. That's like, true. That, that would be the biggest waste of time. I could put all that time into other things, right? Um, like working on YouTube videos is a big thing. I was working on a video before I came on here, and I was just like nice. editing together, and that's something I gotta do because yeah. I, I can't I can't really pay an editor all the time, so I have to do that myself. That's just part of the job. Yep. So, do you call yourself a full time content creator or a full time streamer? Um, I don't call myself either, honestly. People Ooh, ask me. I guess okay, like, interesting. I, I say like technically, I probably am because I don't have like another job and I do this stuff like full time. Right. But I don't make a full time income, and I think that that's incredibly misleading and kind of irresponsible. Hundred percent like, agree. I, I I really want to highlight the irresponsible thing too, because I knew a guy who um, before the Valorant days, he called himself a full time creator. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like he, he had a YouTube channel that's actually smaller than mine now. No big deal. I passed him. Uh, that was, that was a big <laughs> he, he, he talked trash on me, so it was like it was fun when I passed him. That was a good. Yeah. Thing. But uh, like, <laughs> he called himself a full time creator, and right. he's about the size that I am. And like now being here too, I'm like, there's no way he made a full time income off of this. Like, yeah. So what full time creator for him was? He lived at home. Yeah. He had, probably had very low amount of bills, you know, yep. uh, and like, uh, like he, he probably like did not pay for a lot of expenses, right? So he called himself full time because he that's he paid for all of his bills with that income. But there's no way he made a full time income. He's not making like like twenty six thousand a year or something like that, which right. is On the low end, but like, yeah. um, like he's not making a full time income off of Twitch. He's yeah. just not. You know? So I think that's irresponsible, and it, it paints it in a bad light for people who are trying to be full time creators. Or they're saying, okay, well, I just need to hit six A subs on YouTube, and like, we'll make it. You know, that's not making it. You're not. You're not even. Yeah, close. you're you're you're, uh, you're not close. You're not. Well, I guess yeah. I, I guess it depends on like your bills, but you got to, dude. We're talking like studio, no no bedroom, very little bills, cheap internet. Yeah. You know, like the bare minimum. Yeah, and that's what a lot of content creators strive for, just the bare minimum. And yeah, I, I don't blame them. That that's what I'm shooting for because this is what I love doing, right? Like, yeah. I, I enjoy creating content, but but like. It's not um it's not a fancy living for sure. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Do you think uh so do you think the mindset of aiming for as big as you can and then if you get below that like it is what it is versus aim low and be realistic, which mindset do you think is better to grow? I or do think you, th you live in the moment. You live in the moment? I, I like I yo know. dude, yes. Same person. That's all you can do. Uh cuz if you're if you're aiming for like the bare minimum, then like that's cool, but um I, I, it feels like you're just trying to scrape by. And like I, I I definitely think like shoot for the stars like yeah you should you should like have your dreams that you want to meet yeah but like um you're, if you if I want to reach X point the more that I don't reach it the more disappointed I'm gonna be you sure. know like I set these goals for myself where it's like oh I wanted to be partnered by TwitchCon but like if I don't hit that it's not the end of the world I don't care like that, that was yeah. just like a goal that I threw out it's just like I want to hit diamond to Valorant you know yep. and it's like I'll hit I'll hit diamond eventually and it'll happen when it happens but like it's all part of the journey yeah um, that's what. That's what Gary Vee says a lot, too. Dude, I, I'm a huge Gary Vee advocate. So when you said, like, live in the moment, that's why I got super hype. Just because I think more people have to be, like, if, look, in my opinion, this is an opinion, right? But I think if you become a Twitch streamer or a YouTuber to become a big YouTuber or a Twitch streamer, like, that's your end goal, right? And that's what's yeah. going to make you happy. You're not going to enjoy making, like, being a streamer or a YouTuber, in my opinion, right? Yeah. Because the process is tough, man. The amount of discipline and, like, yeah, discipline you need to constantly produce content is insane. It's, yeah. it's, it's on a different it, it, level. It takes so much work. It's crazy. Like, I see your videos. I'm like, dude, what am I doing? You know? Like, I look at my YouTube channel. I'm like, hey, I haven't released a video in, like, three weeks. Like, I got I to gotta get back on that. Like, and that's why, I'm, that's why I wanted you on the podcast is because you're hugely motivational in the amount of discipline you've shown in your content, right? Yeah. How do you balance it, man? I gotta ask. Like, uh, I was just thinking about how it, I do it as well because I don't even know how I started doing it. I think I just like did. Right. But I think that um, 
I think it's when you set the requirements for yourself. Rather than recommending that somebody would say do one video a day, which is something I've told myself to do before, mm. um, or even like two videos a week, what I told myself is I think making on-stream content is a lot easier. I know you've done you've dabbled with it in the past too. I like have do like React videos and stuff to get, like utilize that. Yep. Um, what I did back in January, this wasn't even Valorant type content. It was um, it, it was just like general stuff until I found like my way and what worked. Right. Um, I would say two videos a stream. Um, so I'd stream three times a week. That'd be six videos a week, right? Right. So I, I would say. Okay, well, on this, uh, we're going to have a talk about um, Billie Eilish gave her take on TikTok, and we're going to talk about that. Um, and then this, for the second topic, we're going to talk about uh, these new League of Legends changes, which are like two very separate things. We're talking about Billie Eilish and one of them, and League of Legends are the second one. Yeah. But at least I was doing something was my mentality, right? Yeah. And I was going to upload it, and I was going to see what worked and see what didn't work. And like eventually when you set two talks per stream, you're more focusing on making your stream content better yeah. than like the YouTube content. You know? True. And my YouTube content, I started creating YouTube content and I was getting two videos a stream. And then it's like when it's there and you already did it, it's really hard to not go back and edit it. Right. Because the hardest part is coming up with an idea for something, right? Dude, hundred like percent. I need to come up with an idea for a video to create and then I need to get up and I need to go record it and then I need to go and edit it. Yep. Or it's a lot easier when it's like, okay, well, this is our talk. This is what we're going to do on stream. Okay, I already talked about it. So I just need to download the bot and edit it. That's edit not it. too hard. Yeah. Yeah, which is a little bit more tedious, but you'll get it done. Yep. And that's so much better for creating content because it's already there. You, you just True. have to edit. Yeah. True. Um, yeah, um, so I'm going to have to steal that because I haven't, I haven't been doing that for the past few weeks. And uh, I think I've noticed a difference because you have to... It, there, there's a difference between like making planned recorded content because you got to yeah. plan, you got to strategize, and then you got to record it, and then you got to look back, and then you got to cut the bod. Whereas when you stream it, it's already done. Yeah. So two birds and with well, one stone. And when I got into this too, my logic was um, you, you ever watch creators like? So I watched a lot of Destiny before. I don't know if you've watched any. I of haven't that, watched so. Destiny that much. He, he does a lot of political conversations, but he also Ooh. just does like a lot of like chats in general, just about like like random things that he takes interest in or like life or something like that. And he's a he's probably one of the most intelligent people on Twitch. Right. But, um, it just kind of got me thinking. It's like he does this at like a large scale because he he just is one of the largest streamers, and you kind of watch their content and you're like, well, it works for him because he's Destiny because he's the largest streamer. And like, it yeah. just kind of got me thinking. It's like. Is that actually true? Like, does anyone, like, do you watch him because he's dead? Like, for the most part, a lot of people do. Yeah. But, like, could you do that same type of content that he does at a smaller scale and see success from it? And I think that you probably could. I think yeah. if, you, if you had interesting titles for it and, like, you, you found ways to bring people into the discussion, I think you could totally get away with it. Yeah. Um, but it's the same thing with Shroud's videos, for example. Do you watch Shroud because he's just Shroud, or do you watch his videos because they're just entertaining videos? If you're true. an entertaining content creator and you know how to title your videos, I think you might be able to get away with it. I'm not an expert, though. This is a theory that I have. Yeah, yeah no, I, I I agree with you. I think, uh, I so Mr. Beast did a very interesting uh, talk on Twitter. He had, like, a Twitter live stream, and then he made a thread out of it, right? And yeah. he was given advice on how to grow on YouTube, and it was the opposite of what you constantly hear from a lot of big creators. Or big creators are like, yo, make videos on the daily, right? Have a great yeah. title, have a great thumbnail, and as long as you can hook them in and you get the initial, you're good. And Mr. Beast goes, no, make videos monthly, make sure it's quality, make sure the thumbnail is great and the title is great. And if your uh, average view duration is high, the viewership will continue to explode over time. And that's the yeah. best, right? So I think seeing both perspectives is pretty cool. But he did say in order to get the average viewership to be high, you have to be entertaining. You got to be doing that something it? that vibes with your content. Was that the H3H3 podcast? 
I think it was. Maybe. I think I watched that. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So you and I are like the same person. Like we watch the exact same type of stuff. Um, I'm so big into like learning from uh from other big creators. That's why we got the podcast right now. Yeah. Um, it's it's super cool to see like the behind the scenes and the workings of the person, and not just like the, you know, the on camera personality. You know. Yeah. No, I I enjoy all that stuff and like. Just anything where they could bring on the creator and you can listen to like the stuff that they've done because I'm I'm super interested in just marketing in general. Yeah. Uh, so it's really fun to hear like Twitch creators, particularly marketing in like the social media space. And yes. Just, like hear people come on and be like, "This is what I did and it like worked for me." And the even cooler thing is, I like to hear that mo- most of the people who grow are like fairly intelligent people who know what they're doing. It's it's yeah. never like uh oh I accidentally like blew up in this day. Yeah. Anyway, it's never like I accidentally grew my channel from like one to a million in six months. It's like. Holy crap, I've been creating content for like a very long time and like yep. I found something that worked and I rolled with it and like it started to do better and I was like, yeah, I kind of understood what I was doing. And it's just like it's nice to hear where it's like I feel like I know what I'm doing. So it's like yeah. I want to keep rolling with it and like seeing how it goes. No, it's um, nice it's nice to know that there's creators that aren't saying they got lucky and they're saying no, like it was a tried yeah. and true process, you know? Like it, it took really a lot is. of time. And it, it just gives a little hope to like the little guy that's like, okay, if I stick with it for a long time and a long time isn't a year a long time is like like you're in it for the long run you know like five ten who knows how long it's different for everybody right um but i think if you can love the process like that that's what makes everything so cool about content creation well and that's what uh gary v always says when he's saying like people need to think of the long term and when they think like long term a lot of people think that they're thinking in long term they're like oh yeah like well, I want to be partnered two years from now. Yeah. Sounds like such a long time. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, if I am 26 years old and I'm still doing the same thing, which is like four years from now, yeah. uh, if I'm 28 years old, I'm still, I don't feel behind. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people feel like they need to have their life figured out by the time they're 30. There's so many um, content creators that you'll watch a lot of the time. Yeah, who man. are actually 30. Like, yeah. They're, they're 30 years old and they are like just figuring it out. And it's like, they're starting to excel in that way. It's just like, dude. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in no rush. I could go back to school, like, eventually. It's, it's, it's no big deal to me. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pursue this. I'm going to have fun with it. People are like, oh, well, you give up, and, like, next year, if you don't make it, it's like, dude, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in this. Like, this is something I'm committing to. Like, this yeah. is something I enjoy doing. So one of my favorite examples I like to give is uh, NBA super athlete uh, Jimmy Butler. So I didn't know about this, like, last year, but he is a YouTuber. He makes YouTube videos, right? And he does vlogs. He, like, documents, like, the journey. He'll do dumb stuff, like, going hiking on a mountain with friends, right? And yeah. this, we're talking, like, about a super, like, NBA superstar, like, well-known, right? And I think he's got, like, 600,000 subscribers, and he's been at it for, like, four to five years now, right? So that's five yeah. years on top of being an NBA superstar, and he's only at 500,000, where, like, someone like Mr. Beast is at, like, what is he at right now? 10, 10 million? Maybe? He's got a lot. He's got a, he's got a lot of people watching him. Um, and he's been at it for about, like, the same time if i'm not mistaken like four to six years i think something like that um it's just it's everybody's got a different time you know everyone hits the finish line uh different points in their lives it's not a race man have fun with it enjoy the run i put a lot of thought into like the way that people try to become content creators too is so many so many people have like the wrong mentality where they um they they want to be a pro gamer and then they want to segue that into yeah like, uh, like full time streaming yep and I think that that is not how you want to do it like you could try to be 
number one in like that that pond right so if i was trying to be like the number one valorant player but like mm -hmm. it just got me thinking if i if that was something that i pursued and maybe i like let's say a hypothetical i would be able to accomplish it say say i would be able to put in all the work and become like the number one valorant player it's like does that segue into more applicable skills in like my life afterwards like right. after i retire from gaming and stuff yeah what, what exactly I, I i might be able to go to streaming but i didn't build up that like content creation skill that a lot of people have yeah I didn't learn how to create content. I didn't learn how to like entertain and stuff like that. I just became a pro gamer, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I, it just feels weird to me where it's like with content creation, like I'm learning how to create the videos. I'm learning how to edit them. I'm learning how to market them. I'm learning like title, thumbnail. I'm learning how to interact with other creators. You're basically like you're you're everything in one. And yep. like, I feel like there's so many more skills there that could like p potentially segue to a real job at like a a firm or something like that. Like yeah. you work for an, like an esports team. You could work for you could just work for a company and maybe creating games or something like that. Like there's a lot of different things that you could probably do in this uh this experience, but. Yeah, I agree. I think having a, I think if you do the the whole the whole nine yards is the same, right? Like you do yeah. everything that's required to be a content creator on your own. Like in, at least in the beginning, you learn so many skills that, like you said, could branch off into many different things. And it's a nice backup system, you know. Let's say you become a yeah. content creator and you're you're a Twitch streamer and you were growing, and then all of a sudden you stop and you're like, you know what? Like I don't got the time or the the love to keep doing this. What are the skills that I practice though that I can use to get a job? You know? Yeah. So like uh one of my one of my good friends, uh I haven't talked to her in a minute. I gotta hit her up. Uh Joanne. She was uh one of the managers and agents for OGN. Um, she used to be a streamer and she's still technically like an Instagram influencer, right? But she used to be big, yeah. big, big time into it back then. And she learned about community management being a streamer, because that's just something you kind of learn, right? And that's how she got the job of being a community manager at an esport organization, right? Yeah. So it's like it's like you said, like building up uh building up those skills while you grow is so nice to have, man. Yeah. Or it's like the amount of work that actual content creators put in. You know, it, like we talked about how it's just it's really daunting a lot of the time to like ed edit a video, especially like after a stream or something like that. I've noticed some days I put in like sixteen hour days without even like realizing it. Um Yeah. Imagine doing that at like an actual job, like, Dude. like this would have work the show where it's like, hey, I I've been working like eighty hours a week without realizing it. Like, yeah, I feel like like if you give me a forty hour a week job, I could probably get it accomplished like pretty quickly. <laughs> like, uh, whatever you need done, like, uh, give me give me the task, I'll do it. We'll get we'll get the work done with. But right. Um, so like yeah. be, being a streamer, like you said, we we put in a lot of hours streaming, making content, all that stuff. What what do you do to to reset? What's what, what makes like King like happy? And he wants to like take a break from the streaming or the content creation, or are you just on like twenty four seven? Um, I have some like friends that I like to hang out with, and that that, that really takes my mind off of it. Nice. That's about it, though. I don't really um, I don't really ever super need to take my mind off of content creation. Sometimes I'll play ranked on Valorant, and like that that's like fun for me. Yeah, I'll play League of Legends. Uh, that I, League is relaxing to me in a weird way. Le League is super relax. Okay, so we agree yeah. on that. I have so many friends who are like, dude, I can't do League because it it drives me insane. I'm like, that's weird. Like, yeah. League is, like, my R&R &R time, you know? It's just, like, I don't know. I guess after I played League for 10 years, uh, like, it's just it's just fun to play. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I agree. I don't get stressed over it. People can yell at me, and I'll just make fun of them, and that's even more fun for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Uh, like, I, whenever people, like, yell at me, I'm just like, oh, they want to go? They want to they, they want to <laughs> win? Um, but, like... No, it, it doesn't bother me. I get more stressed about Valorant than I do League ever. I think that's just because it's a new game that I, I know I can be better at, but right. I'm not good at it. But yeah, I agree, man. Like, I'm not even trying to be better at League. I don't care. Like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm the same way with you on uh, on Valorant. 
So I'm trying to I'm trying to climb both on League and Valorant, but I've been putting more time in League and like other content before Valorant. I haven't yes. started like practicing since I want to like being 100% honest since last week. And when you play the game and you watch like the pros and you watch like you like you know the info, right? Um yeah. And you you see the mistakes you make and you can't execute them just yet. It's a little frustrating, oh. right? Where you're like, okay, yeah. I shouldn't have peaked. I know I shouldn't have done it, but I did it, right? So I think I think that process can be pretty uh pretty draining sometimes. Well, it's really cool too though, because like you'll have those moments where you're like, I shouldn't have done that, and you can never go back and make it so you didn't do that. That's like the hurtful part. Yes. Where it's like yeah, I yeah, died yeah. there, and yep. it was a mistake that I made, and I can't fix it. You know, um, but you can like fix it for next time. But like the the struggle in this is that. You'll never know that you fixed it, right? You'll yeah. never have the point where it's like, uh, like, oh shit, I didn't peek that guy. That yep. was awesome. I didn't, I didn't do that. Like, you might have like that moment, that realization later. But it's um, what I started doing is all um, I'm a pretty good mental player, is what I realized. But like a lot of times, I just don't trust myself. Yeah. So I'll, I will be like, hey, this, this probably a guy right here, and I'm like, no, no, this is probably not. And then like I'll die to that guy. Yeah. Like, well, I knew I, I, I literally I kn- said it. <laughs> um. So now what I've been doing is anytime I get a gut call, and I, I try to implement this into real life too, but like nice. anytime I get a gut call, right. I just go for it. I'm like, okay, there's Heck a guy yeah, here. Man. I'm going to go check. And I killed somebody yesterday in one of our games, and they hit me with a question mark in chat. Like, <laughs> I guess they, they thought there's no reasonable re- like solution for why I should have known that they were there. Right. And I was just like, dude, I'm just better. I was just better. <laughs> like, uh, so that, that's really fun. Like once you start actually trusting yourself and you start making calls that you you think are right and then they turn out to be right that, that feels it, really it's good. a feels good moment yeah I, I bet i bet i bet man uh so i i noticed you got the go xlr back there man how you how you liking the toy are you enjoying it um it's really nice uh i don't really have uh, too many gripes on it the, so the nice thing let me oh, well, I, I can see if i can grab these hold on i'll, I'll be like two seconds Unique, what's up? How you doing? Kaiser, welcome to the chat. Release snowy shy flowers. Hey guys, real quick. Thanks for hanging out for the first episode of the German About Podcast. Good to have you guys. King is coming back. Uh, spam an emote in the chat. Someone, please. So this was my old setup. This is my old mixer here. It's this big thing. Big freaking thing. A penny just fell off of it. That's a big Dang, that's wow. huge. That's, that's a, this that's like a lot of knobs, out. man. I wouldn't. I, wow. That's, I could not do that. And then this was my uh, condenser. So I have, I have I have another one. Um, oh man! I have this entire setup right next to me here for like a really long time, and I I have all that's just the that's just the things too. Right. You didn't see all the wires. So basically, I needed one wire to go from my condenser to the mixer, and then I need from the mixer I needed two wires to go to the or one to the microphone, oh, one to man. the streaming PC, one to the gaming PC, and then I needed to route both of the gaming PC to the backet to it. So I have a lot like a line in. That's so I rough. have like more wires coming back and forth and. As you could imagine, it was a pain in the butt. I couldn't do it, what man. Did what? And now here's my new setup. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, awesome, right? This, this is the new. Th- it's uh, four cables. One nice. of them goes to my gaming PC. Two of them go to my streaming PC, and one goes to my microphone. Nice. So that's it. Awesome. Uh, awesome. So, uh, like, out of the, all the things that the Go XLR does, that right? is the number one thing that it does. The number one thing that it does. It is simplifies it's just, life, man. It is just easy. It's right? so but nice. It, it can, it can also do a lot of other different things. So, like, I have my music routed to one thing right now, so I can, like, I can change the, like, the volume of my music. Yeah! I could turn down Discord, so if Diego's, like, really annoying me while I'm streaming, I could be like, okay, we're going to turn him off. Yeah, man. You, you, you got to use it, man. You got to use it. I'm, I'm like, this nonstop, so I feel bad sometimes. So I've, I've been doing, like, uh, what is it? Push to talk now on Valorant yeah. and, like, games. 
because I just go, 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 go. And I don't want to be like Valorant's a game where you got to focus sometimes. Yeah. I don't know how to shut up, to be quite honest. So I'm like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push the talk with the man. Focus real quick while I keep talking. And then I'll, I'll chime in every once in a while, you know? Uh, so I was watching a tournament the other day, and it was it was Pansy casting it and Golden Boy. I know you like Golden Boy. Oh, uh, dude, huge, Boy huge Golden Boy fan. Uh, he's cool, but I he, he became less cool to me because it was one episode. Pansy had her push to talk, and she wasn't pushing it. Uh, oh, PC gamers, and just for the record, if you, <laughs> if you don't use push to talk, you are the worst type of person. I just wanted to put that out there because. Right. As far as like streaming goes, I don't want to hear you eating in your mic. I don't want to hear your keyboard <laughs> clicking. I don't. I don't want to hear all of this junk. Right. While I'm trying to talk to like if if you are playing with a streamer and you're not using your push to talk, just freaking use it. It mm -hmm. is like the, it is the smallest inconvenience for a person. Everyone's like, oh, I just can't remember to use it. You like that goes away after. Like, uh, one yeah. Day. After a while, you you figure it out, man. Like. I, I could totally have this entire conversation using push to talk. I'd be fine. I'm using voice activity because we're doing a podcast. But yeah. For like the most part, uh, it's. It drives me nuts. If you don't use push to talk, you are the worst type of person. And here's the reason for it. I, I, I kind of expressed this just a little bit, but it is it is just rude. That is, that is the only. Uh, you are saying that I would rather I would rather not push a button right. and have people listen to my entire background noise. Right. Just push a button when I'm going to speak. It yeah. is just the biggest courtesy thing, right? Yeah, like, I agree. I'm not going to subject you to the fan of my background. You know? I agree. So that, what what happens if you're having what happens if you're having like these delicious chips, right? You really want to like. You want to convey to your best friend, like, bro, these chips, like, you hear this crunch, like, <laughs> see, this is why you got to watch the podcast on YouTube, so you can see the amazing snacks the King Live has right now, man. Like, what What if you just want to convey that? You want to let them know, like, dude, the crunch of these Doritos, unmatchable. Doritos Sweet Chili, try it out. Not sponsored. <laughs> well, you don't need push to talk if you have a noise gate. Okay. True. That, that is a true. If you are if you are uh, good enough to set up a noise gate and you're you're courteous enough, that is the least that you could do. Mm -hmm. I will say that you should still use push to talk, mm. but like uh, you, you can, if you do set up a noise gate, if you if you really don't want to use push to talk, at least take the time to set up like a valid noise gate. You know? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. That, that's my push to talk, right? <laughs> I, I <don't> know. <laughs> hey man, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. What's your uh, speaking on equipment though? Since we just got done talking about push to talk and go XLR. What's like your your top two favorite pieces of equipment any streamer could get, in your opinion? Like what what is something that has like really changed the game for you? Maybe it's software. Maybe it's not even equipment, you know? Okay. Equipment, my camera, this first one. It doesn't Ooh. even look that great for the record. It looks all right. Looks so I'm not good. a camera expert. Hmm. So I think it could look better. Also, a Discord compression doesn't help at all. Discord compression is pretty bad. Yeah. But um it just feels so much more quality. Like yeah. when I compare this to like my old streams, my old streams feels like a guy on a webcam, and this stream feels like a hey, I have like a professional camera, I got lights and shit, so I feel I feel cool. Yeah. Um, and then um, I will say, getting a second PC has been game changing. My my buddy Tyler is it is it really man? Is it really worth the whole like we're talking like five hundred to a thousand dollars? Uh, so this PC costed me about, um, so to be fair, my friend Tyler gave it to me. Got it. That being said, if I were to build this PC, I think it would cost me around 400. Right. Um, and uh, have you ever had, like, problems running games on your stream, Diego? Once in a blue moon, yeah. It happens. Not going to lie. Never again. You'll, you'll never have a problem running a game, man. That's true. It solves the problem entirely. I don't know. Like, I literally only turn this PC on when I'm gonna stream or I'm gonna record something. Right. I couldn't play Apex before. I couldn't play Warzone before, and right. I have like a decent gaming PC. I just couldn't stream them. Yeah. Uh, 
I couldn't play Apex. I couldn't play Warzone. I probably couldn't play um, Hyperscape or whatever it is if I wanted to. Uh, I might have been able to play Valorant, but like even I've tried to record on Valorant and it looks kind of choppy, you know? Right. This solves literally everything. I, I, I've not had to worry about it for a single stream. Uh, my internet did go out the other day, though, and that was really annoying. I bet. Uh, aside from that, no, it is, um, is game-changing. It's perfect. Yeah, I think the main reason why I would want it is the idea of being able to stream and record. Like, if you know, like, a game is going to be, like, a clutch game, like, let's, let's say it's, like, promos match, right, for a league yeah. game or something like something like that. You can stream and record it so that you have high-quality footage ready of the stream, and then you just cut it up and chop it up. That sounds, like, super appealing to me, man. You know what would be really cool, too? I, I haven't actually done this because, like I said, I can't really stream from my gaming PC. But hypothetically, if you could stream from your gaming PC, but you're going to get a streaming PC just to, like, make it a little bit better, mm. what you could also do, stream from your streaming PC, and then you could just record your gameplay from your gaming PC if you wanted to use it in future videos. Right. So then you could just have the gameplay there, like the raw gameplay, but then you would also record the stream. So, like, if you wanted to include stream comms or something like that, you might be able to, like, uh, intertwine the two or something. Oh, uh, that's smart. Uh, or like if you just wanted to take the gameplay and do like highlights and stuff, because I'll, I'll upload highlights to Twitter sometimes, like my my gameplay highlights, because I think that they're kind of funny sometimes. No, I, I think know. they're amazing. I do kind of wish I had like the raw footage of that. That would be that'd be cool. But uh, speaking of speaking of Twitter highlights, I noticed that like every now and then you do this. Uh, I, I feel like, bro, I feel like some people mis misunderstand it too, because they don't understand like it's a joke or like a persona. But you do this thing where like you pretend to be a douche for like a minute. Like in a Twitter clip, right? Or and then you'll post it on YouTube as like part of like your gameplay, and people are like, "Bro, like I'll see you in the comments, you're such a douche." And then like the rest, <laughs> the rest of the comments are like, "Oh, that was so funny," because they get the joke, right? Yeah. Uh, where did that come from? I gotta ask, man. The, the, is it the I'm a god thing? Yeah, the, like uh, yeah, the I'm a god, or oh, I'm so good at this game, man. And <laughs> I think that um, I, so it it takes a healthy balance, right? Like, yeah. I, for the record, I don't care if anybody thinks I'm a douche. I'm not. So it's just like, no, it's well, I, like, I know you're not. I just got to kick out uh, of the. Uh, I um, I think that you are allowed to celebrate your successes as long as you also like call yourself out for being like bad sometimes. Heck yeah, man. I had two clips that I posted today on Twitter, actually, like back to back. They're right. both terrible. They're <laughs> so bad. And it's just like one of those moments where like you're you're just a complete potato. Right. And like the fact that like I'm able to laugh at myself when I'm bad totally gives me the capabilities. To I agree. Like, when I do something good. Hey, that was awesome. I'm insane. You know, I like, agree. I'll say that. I think I got the I'm a God phrase from watching Destiny. Actually, I think that he used to yell that like once or twice. Just so, like, I, I could see that. But, like, no, I'm. If somebody's gonna be like, I think that most of the people who will call you out and be like, "This guy's so full of himself," are actually just pretty insecure in themselves, and they need to like call somebody out. They'll stop for being like confident or something like that. Um, so it doesn't it doesn't really bother me. And like you said, you 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 might actually read my comments more than I do. I try to respond to everything, but I'm yeah. YouTube doesn't actually give me notifications for everything. Yeah, the YouTube notifications are weird, man. For for both videos and comments, like I get stuff like days or weeks later. It's it's bizarre. Like yesterday, I was watching your stream yeah. and I got a I got a notification for one of your videos that you released last week, saying like, "Oh, yeah. it just came out," and I'm like, "But it says six days ago. Like, what the heck? You know?" Yeah. Or like this guy just commented on my YouTube channel. Ah, oh, yes, the clickbait. Actually, only seven minutes and forty nine seconds of Omen plays, and it's called ten minutes of aggressive Omen I plays. Mm -hmm. It's just like just screw off, dude. <laughs> it's a it's a ten minute video. I said ten minutes of Omen <laughs> plays. Like it's, yeah, it's YouTube. Like get over it. You know, they're, yeah. they're good plays. Like just enjoy it. You know? Yeah, uh, man. And then, like and people like try to bring you down. They try to dude. Like, I feel yeah, like, got you moment. And yep. I'm just like. Yeah, just like just calm down now and uh, I, I think that's a big thing right now is i so i'm i'm big and focusing on like mental health at the moment just because like we're seeing a lot of like crazy stuff uh in in the industry right now right um 
sometimes people forget it's got to be hard when you're bigger because when you're bigger yeah. you got like millions of eyes on you right so if you get like uh i don't know ten thousand love messages you probably get a thousand hate messages right and if you get those yeah. thousand hate messages like back to back to back it's hard to remember like dude there's people that actually enjoy my content i gotta drown out the bad noise with the good noise you know yeah what do you uh what do you do to make sure that you don't you don't fall into the whole ah bro yeah um a lot of the times i just i laugh at them but sometimes like so donkey just said it best i don't know if you watch the h3 h3 podcast of the video game donkey i haven't uh, seen that one but i love donkey so i gotta check that out i love it. He, he uh h3 h3 asked him he's like uh so what do you do with like bad comments like yeah you to them? he's like nah i just delete them and he's like you just delete them he's like <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the most donkey thing that I've ever. Heard. He's just like, yeah, he's just like, I don't really have time for this. Yeah, I'm like, I, I, I'm, I'm probably way happier than this individual, so it doesn't really bother me. But now that you mentioned it, I started going through my comments, and it's like held for review, and I'm looking at it. Do you ever get those like people will comment or they'll like message you something, right? And like you don't respond because you just literally don't see it. This guy's like, yeah, I'm, he's like, I'm terrible. I'm on, a, I'm an omen main. I'm on a bad lose streak. What do yep. I do? And I didn't respond because I didn't get a notification. Yeah. And then he replied to this comment. You suck, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. You know what? You know what's weird though? It's like, so I had a comment like that uh a while back, and it was like, yo, can you help out with like this one play on like Rakan? Because I play a lot of Rakan, right? Yeah. And I, I replied back like weeks later, and I didn't see that he had replied to his own comment saying, Bro, you're such a bad person for not replying. Da 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 da. You're so fake. What a hypocrite. And then I I didn't see that comment. I replied to it saying, oh, yeah, you should do this, 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 this. Yeah. And then he replies back. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I didn't know that you were an actual good person. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you backtracked so fast. I saw a tweet from Mr. I mean, we could go on all day talking about this. But yeah. Like, well, I, I saw a tweet from uh, Mr. Mooden, who's like, he was a friend of Destiny. And uh, somebody DM'd him. They're like, hey, I'm sorry that I called you fat on Destiny's stream. That was me to me. I apologize. <laughs> and then he didn't reply right away because, like, he was busy. He's a busy dude. He's, yeah. He's like, he, I think he manages for Destiny 2 or something. He, he like, helps them with stuff. Yeah. And uh, it was funny because they replied, like, literally 18 hours later, and they were just like, wow, you can't even take the time to respond to me. You're, I take it back. You're fat and ugly. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, I see you did not mean that apology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, people, people are kind of crazy on the internet. So you have to just recognize that, like, especially, like, on a, on a more serious note. Right. Like, not to say that this is the case for everybody, but there are a lot of people who spend time on the internet who have, like, literal disabilities. Yeah. And, like, for some, for me to, like, lose my shit on somebody because they're leaving, like, annoying comments on my YouTube videos, it's, like, honestly, like, it, it's probably more sad than it is anything. Like, uh, I hope, like, I hope people are seeking help if they need it. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Really, like, hung out of stuff. Yep. If they're actually getting irritated at me for making YouTube videos and enjoying my life, then they probably have more going on in their life that they need to focus on. So, that is true, man. I agree. I agree, I agree, I agree. Talking about YouTube, uh, did you see Ninja streamed yeah, he, on YouTube? That is kind of exciting. Uh, I think that, honestly, wherever a Ninja ends up going, I feel like he, he's going to do fine. He's going to do amazing. Twitch, if he goes to YouTube, he'll be fine. Um, I, a lot of people said they don't think that he's going to be signed. I'm not like an industry expert, though, so I'm not going to be like the one to say like exactly where Ninja is going. But I personally, I like Ninja, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a big Ninja. Oh, there have been time periods where I'm just, like, kind of really torn on Ninja. I don't really know exactly how I feel about him. But, like, yeah, recently I've been watching a lot of his stuff since he's been playing a lot of Valorant. And yeah. He's cool, dude. Yeah, he's pretty chill. He's pretty chill. I respect I respect him for all the stuff that he's done for the industry because he's kind of— oh, absolutely. He, he's done so much for us uh, in terms of, like, making it more mainstream and getting more eyes on us. Um, I'd be curious to see, like, where we'd be at without Ninja. You know what I mean? 
Like yeah, I'm not I, I'm not saying like praise him as a guy, but like he he was kind of like the uh what's the example? Kind of like what Will Smith was when he first started acting and you had a lot more eyes on like Denzel Washington and like more African American voices in like the Hollywood industry, right? Yeah. Uh that was that for like the entertainment industry. Like, okay, now people recognize Twitch for the most part, except for the boomers. Um I do kind of wonder though, like if it was a ninja, you think it would have been somebody else? You know, was it just like it, it was him necessarily that blew it up, or do you think that like uh, maybe like, it was timing? With... Yeah, maybe it was timing. Maybe. Like, imagine, imagine if it was like somebody else, uh, like it, Courage instead of Ninja. You know, I Courage can see is it, big, but he's not massive. So, yeah. Or, uh, or even like Nade Shot or something. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe it was like some uh, master formula for Ninja that just like made him the perfect guy for it. But I do kind of wonder if like if it hadn't been Ninja, you think it would have happened to somebody else eventually? Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, I I think I agree with you. I could totally see like uh, Mr. Beast, Nade Shot, Hundred Thieves like collabing and then kind of opening up the eyes of a lot of people if Ninja yeah. wasn't there. Um, YouTube or Ninja going on YouTube stream was huge. I noticed you've been getting a lot of growth on YouTube, and I noticed you streamed a few times on YouTube. What's your uh, what's your thoughts? YouTube streaming versus Twitch streaming? Um, I think that <laughs> as far as monetization goes, it would be really difficult for me to stop streaming on Twitch. You know, and it's okay. not like a lot of the times, like when when I say that, I feel kind of scum. I, I I'm very try I try to be very conscious of like the things that I say, where it's like yeah, that feels weird to me to yep. like have money be a motivator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like in terms of like that's just the culture on twitch we're yeah. like gifting subs or just twitch primes uh bits and stuff like that donations it's just a lot more common for people to do things like that on twitch and if i'm looking to be a full-time creator yeah. it doesn't make sense for me to not take that into account you know yeah. um and twitch has just made that a lot easier I, I over my time streaming on youtube i don't think i've ever gotten like a single donation or anything off of streaming on youtube you know as far as um i i now have it on my channel where people can become members you yeah know? and like as far as membership on YouTube and Twitch is, it's like the same thing. You can get like the emotes and everything, but it's yep. just like nobody does that on YouTube. Nobody, yeah. nobody really like signs up. For the the, cul the culture is different, man. And I, yeah. I, I think Twitch is so awesome. I've said this a lot is I got my eye on YouTube, but man, beating the Twitch culture is going to be hard because everyone's so like, yeah, we got our toxic people. Yes, Twitch chat can be toxic sometimes, right? But for the most part, we're actually super chill, laid back and like yeah. super welcoming and accepting of so many different people in the uh on the site and just like the community in general yeah it's so, super awesome it, to see yeah and, and like it's just if your goal is to be a full-time content creator twitch is the place to do that right now right right youtube um the monetization makes a lot more sense just for the record i, yeah. I like youtube better because it's like um i make money off of ad revenue right and like in the last month i probably made about as much on youtube as i have on twitch but it's just like the ways that it's made is different. I'm not right. making money from people giving me money on YouTube. On Twitch, that's primarily where it comes from. People being like, hey, I want to subscribe to you. Here's money, you know? Um, so like it feels a lot less guilty to me on YouTube where it's like, oh, people just enjoy my content. And that's where the revenue is coming from. Whereas True. on like Twitch, it's like, okay, that guy gifted five subs. I do feel a little like, uh, I feel like guilty in a weird way where I'm like, don't like, that's a lot of money, you know? Yeah, but man. Twitch, not to mention on Twitch, you're only getting half of it, you know? True. Like, it, realistically if you wanted to support a streamer it's probably better for you to just donate to their paypal than it is for you to like subscribe to their stream because they only get half of it and you're paying True. five dollars True, like ridiculous what about facebook gaming what, what about about, oh, dude i was about to say that man what about facebook gaming hey look i'm just saying they signed disguised toast they got a got a big heavy hitter there they got the, they got the bags they got the money toast is cool i don't, I don't think that i don't know enough about uh, facebook for it to really be a big thing that's um, fair same. Also, something that I'm like a little insecure about is that like if I started streaming on Facebook, I feel like 
out of some way, like my close family would like, dude, like, like, what is he so, doing? This is kind of weird, you know, like, dude. So real talk, uh, mom, if you're watching this, I love you. Uh, my mom, <laughs> my mom followed my Twitch like five days ago and my Twitter. I was like, man, these are the two platforms you do not want to follow me on, man. Like, yeah, I love you to death, but I don't know. There's some things where it's like, mm, you know, you want to keep it, uh, you want to keep it private. Oh, it's just like even my uh, my employers re uh, previously the, uh, at my last job. Oh, that's got to be weird. They asked about my Twitch and I like gave it to them. And I was thinking like sometimes I talk about work drama. Like there was a couple videos that I made just talking about like coworkers doing right. like, stupid shit. And I'm just like, why did you guys do that? You know? And then I'm like, if they like saw me saying that, or like after I quit was like the weird thing. I quit my job, and then uh, my managers started watching my stream, and they were like, hey, we were watching your stream. And I, was just, like, <laughs> I was like, what? So I worked here for two years, and I wasn't good enough for you to like stop by, but now that I quit, you're like oh, suddenly interested. Suddenly, like, yeah. <laughs> Not that that was like a, like a reason that I quit. It's just weird, you know? It's like, oh, like, yeah. You know, yeah, I <laughs> know. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. What about uh, what about Mixer Kappa? Dude, Mixer went down. That's crazy. Yeah, well, it, not not crazy. I kind of expected that. I just didn't think it would happen so soon. Yeah. Um, I don't really have too many opinions on Mixer. Just I, I tried to stream on it for a little bit, and it felt weird, so I stopped. Yeah, I agree. So. I, I just think culture in Twitch is just dominant. Twitch chat's too cool, man. Too cool, too cool. I fired someone who also watched my stream pretty cringe. I, wait. You had to fire somebody? Oh, that, yeah. She was, a, she, she, was a, she was a big name at her, her last job. Oh, interesting. Yeah. She was. <laughs> Man, that's got to be weird. That's got to be weird, yeah. weird. All right, so I'm going to do like a, a weird, interesting, uh, what do you call it? What do you call it? Topic, if you're down okay. for it. I call it random. Uh, I, I call it random dumb questions. And I just. For the just... record, for me, like nothing is off limits. Like I'll talk about. Are, are you sure? Yeah. Well, okay. you might ask me something. I'll be like, that's a little weird. But like, I'll, I'll answer it. Yeah. All right, so let's start with the first one. Best fast food burger spot. Um, fast food burger. So I'm from North Dakota, so we don't have like a ton of like options, right? Got it. Um, but as far as fast food burgers go, oof. So not gourmet burgers, because gourmet burgers, that's that's a whole different. I consider that like uh. So you like, like you're not talking like restaurants or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like. It depends on the qual. So my opinion is, I think when Burger King is at its best, Burger right. King is like top tier. Right. That being said, Burger King is very infrequently at its best. So it's like hard for me to rate that. But we have this place called Burger Time here Ooh. that is like kind of like Burger King. And right. the burgers actually slap. Like they're pretty good burgers. Got it. Uh, so I would say that. I don't I didn't know that do they, they they have Burger Time at some other places, but it's not like a, it's not like a massive. Do they do they got like a special special peppers, special sauce, something something unique about it or is it just like a classic burger that the foundation is just I think good? It's just the patties that they use. Like as far as fast food patties go, right. they're just quality things. You know? Interesting. Like, yeah. Do you guys they do like basic burgers and stuff. They're very big too. Do, do you guys have a Shake Shack up there? No. What about a, a what about In and Out? No, I'm try I was trying to think of my places. This is why my response to this is gonna be really boring. We have okay. Wendy's, we have Burger King, we okay. have uh we have McDonald's, we have a Hardee's, I think. Um we have an Arby's. But does Arby's have burgers? I don't know if they do. I, I don't know if they chicken. do. I think it's mostly chicken. Um, we have Sonic now. Sonic is all right. Um what else? We have Five Guys. Five Guys is pretty good. Interesting. My brother actually works at Five Guys, so I might have to change. Five, my five, five guys, guys is actually pretty bomb. I could, I could see that. I guess right. Uh, what else? We don't really have anything else. That's man, right. that's tough, man. You gotta, you gotta come by uh, Austin or in California. We're gonna get some Shake Shack because that's the, that's the number one burger in my opinion. I go back and forth on this with like so many people I've on the internet. I've never had Shake Shack. I had In and Out. It was incredibly average. Yes. Uh, we. Oh, hundred percent, dude. 
Yes. And maybe even below average. I, I did have an I agree. Though, so I'll, I'll give him I'll give him that courtesy. Okay, that's that was true. When I was at that's Tristan, true. I was on my way home. Right. Um, I was having a good day too, so that might have influenced my taste buds. You think it would taste better, but it it was like below average. It was like, Man, that's tough. I just goes to show In and Out is not as good as Shake Shack. Yeah. I I argue with this with like a ton of people on the internet. It's one of the most funnest things to do. I argued with yeah. uh with Nate Shaw on Twitter about In and Out versus Shake Shack, and. I think he banned me for like a minute and then he, <laughs> <laughs> he felt bad and then he unbanned me. But like overall, it's just it's it's a hilarious thing, man. Dude, I'm pissed off because like um, this guy's had a little bit more controversy surrounding him. But I, I, I kind of enjoyed Richard Lewis. Like yeah. when I would watch him on a train wrecks podcast. Right. And then um, he blocked me on Twitter. I don't know when or what? how or why. I had never interacted with him on Twitter <laughs> at all. But like somebody retweeted him or something one time and I was like, why can't I see this? And it was like Richard Lewis has you blocked. I was like, what? What? That's weird. I'm just some nobody who like just exists and he blocked me. Somebody <laughs> said that he might have done like a mass block. So maybe I like tweeted about something that he was like not fond of seeing, so he just blocked everybody. But... Okay, interesting. Alright. Next random question. How much to get you to permanently stream on another platform? What's your number? You just have to pay me a full-time living. Like, if you, like, so, like, Ninja, what, he, he got, like, 60 million or something? Or something yeah. Extra, right? Yep. Uh, if you gave me, like, a couple, like, uh, maybe even, like, 25,000. Okay. Just, like, stream on the platform. Right. I would probably do it. Like, <laughs> like, like 100%, 100%, you just, all right, we're moving. That, so, that's, like, I don't know. That's, like, a, a low income. What is that the, below the poverty line? I don't know. I, the poverty I, line I, I think, uh, I think it's right there, I think. I think it's still but lower class. Not, that's not counting any subscriptions or any donations and stuff. And that, like, it still incentivizes you to work harder. That's you know, true. Like, that's if true. If I could just stream on a platform, like, and I, I was being paid, like, a full-time living, yep. absolutely. I would totally do it. You would that. totally do it? Nice. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So, yeah. If Facebook wanted to pay me, because then I would just, I would still make YouTube videos. That would, that would be the bottom. I, I'm still allowed to make YouTube content, right? Okay, got it. I'm still allowed to grow my brand. Got know? it. But um, as far as streaming, no, if you're, if you're going to pay me a couple thousand dollars to stream, yeah, I'll totally do that. All right. Nice. Okay, now this is, this is, bro, you don't got to answer this question, but I hear it every day, well, not every day, every Nate Shop podcast, and I get a kick out of it, so I'm, I'm going to ask it, how much money do you make off of content creation in general? Uh, I think I'm over, like, so it's really hard for me to, like, you don't, you, you don't got to answer it if you don't want to. No, I'll answer it, I don't care. Okay. Uh, it's, it's hard for me to, uh, like, accurately answer it, though, because I'm in the it's process tough. of growing right, right. now. Right, it's like, tough, it's tough. So, back in January, I, I'll go back to my, my, uh, my revenue. Hold on. Ooh, we're getting an answer. Let's go. Back in January, I made twenty-eight dollars on Twitch. Spicy. Um, I didn't make any ad revenue on YouTube because I didn't have a YouTube channel. Right. I, like I did, but it was like very small. Uh, I wasn't even partnered at that point in time either. Uh, you have to get partnered on YouTube now. Isn't that weird? Like you just like lose your partnership. Yeah, that's, like, that's, that's bizarre. Yeah. Not a fan um, of so it. Back in January, I made like twenty-eight dollars, and nice. now we are in uh, the through the month of May fourteenth through June twelfth. I made four hundred and fifty on twitch and i made like 250 on youtube something like that let's go uh, that's like that's like that's like a fair amount for like the the differentiation dude like to, to see that much growth is awesome man to see the love from the community is amazing yeah but i'm not sure if it's like this is like consistent growth like i, I don't think it's gonna be like this every single month yeah i like agree a good month or something like that because like the month before that i made like 200 on like uh twitch you know so it's like to go from like 200 to 450 like that's like a lot you know i bet um so it's like it's really hard for me to like say exactly if we keep growing at this rate i'll probably start making more if right. we don't i could be making less tomorrow you know so it's just like yeah and you might really you hard. might you might get uh more subscribers on youtube but maybe you drop on uh on on income it's so weird man consecration is like it just fluxes up and down up yeah. and down up and down 
so like i don't know it's cool to look at and it's nice to see that like hey like i'm small like i'm still a small creator by all means like yeah 100 very much growing 100%. but it's just like um i am making like an okay amount of money off of it so um it's like when people i, I work with like uh they're like oh so like you quit like how are you doing and i'm like oh, yeah how you doing how you doing like, oh, do you miss working here i'm like i definitely miss the money <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> like i feel that i feel make, that yeah, you can make in a week when I when I made it a whole month, like oh, I have a configuration. But it's just like I'm doing something that I love, so it's completely different. You know, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks for answering the question, man. That's a that's yeah. a that's a spicy one. I want to probably gonna make that like a normal normal question. I'm not expecting answers from it every single time, but I think uh, so. Alpha Gaming made a video on that where like he revealed like his full like detailed amount on how much he makes on Twitch, YouTube, and all that stuff. I think that's cool if you could be transparent without like yeah. sounding like a douche. And you and him did a phenomenal job of doing that. Something I'm working on right now, too. So I, I talked about before how I, I feel, like, really guilty on, like, Twitch because it's just, like, people, like, just give you money. For, Dude, like, no same. Like, they just, just want to support you. Same. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to start up a merch store. And I'm going to actually link this in your chat right now. Because, Dude, uh, do it. Do it. Put all, put all the wanna, links. It, put all the links. If you, if you wanted to look at it, I think that, like, it looks all right, you know? I wish I could change the colors on the, on the previews, though, because a lot of them are purple. And I don't think the purple color looks the best out of these ones. But, um, no, I think, I think that our merch looks okay so far. And I want to I wanna kind of, like more go more into that and it's like hey man purchases merch that makes me feel a lot better where it's like they liked that hoodie so they bought it you know the like omen that. hoodie looks kind of fire i'm not gonna lie the the one yeah, with the text good hoodie. dude yeah the text is nice nice uh, like nice it? nice uh, i like the, i like the picture one the most that one's my favorite and i but we're like we're moving some of these that's what feels good when like people buy these and it's just like creating awesome. those streams of revenue it feels so much more rewarding where it's like this is what Mr. Beast does too. That's how Mr. Beast makes most of his money because a lot of his videos get demonetized. He makes most of his money from people buying his merch. I'm pretty sure anyway. Um, so and it's probably sponsorships. The, probably he gets a lot of money from Honey. Yeah, he gets a lot of Honey sponsorships. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I've heard him saying videos though where he's like, "Hey, buy our merch because this video is gonna get demonetized." Like, <laughs> I like that. Sell cool merch, people might buy it. Yeah, it's 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 awesome. It's awesome. I like that. Uh, my favorite thing about you is you're always offering value to the community, um, and. And it's it's appreciated, man. We need more content creators like you. Like it's uh, I, I'm doing the same thing right now because I seen you do that, and I'm like, man, like he's right. Like we get a lot of love from the community, and we gotta we gotta offer a little bit of value to the community, you know. So I've been trying you know to. What I think like helped me a lot. What? I, I, like I think removing myself from streamer Twitter helped me so much. Like from stream, uh, what streamer Twitter? Like, like you mean so, like from Twitter in general, or do you mean? I I think that like. So there's like sub communities on Twitter, right? Got where, it. Like, people will, like people like find their friends and they like meet people. Yeah. Um. And for the longest, like maybe the first two years of streaming, I was part of like streamer Twitter, which is like it, it's all the people who they they feel like they're experts on everything, so they want to give their opinions, and they're like, Alinity's bad, and Harris Heller is good. Oh, you know, like, yeah. These like little things where it's like, yeah, like, Harris Heller is dope. I think Alinity's probably fine. Like, yep. <laughs> uh, where there's like all these things going on, like, everybody <laughs> creates drama around yeah, stuff. Yeah, man. Not only the drama everyone acts like they're doing things when they're not actually doing things you know True. Like, like as far as creating content i i love harris just for the record i think that he's great at what he does he creates content he is a content creator 100 me talking i used to i started a channel way back this is this is like a this, this was a um uh what do they call it uh a character arc of, K, of the king live right i i created youtube videos about creating videos you know it yeah. wasn't like it wasn't like tips. It was about how I wanted to create content or I wanted to be a full-time content creator. That was like, that was like the thing. That was the shtick. It's like, Hey, I'm a guy who wants to create content full-time. And I was like, this will carry me to create content full-time. It's, yeah. like, it's like the little gimmick. And it's like, no, I, if I just create actual content, people will watch it. Like yeah. I, I need to create like real content though. I can't just talk about creating content. I need to do it. You know, and that's what a lot of people on streamer Twitter do. They talk about, Oh, 
dude i just want to i just want to create better content or like oh i just like i want to stream you know yep. like, and it's like do it then <laughs> like, yeah agreed you gotta you gotta start it. you gotta start man yeah 100 uh, when you surround yourself by everybody who's like who's talkers rather than doers it's like it doesn't really get you very far so yeah i, I agree. a ton of friends from this community and like i still talk to a lot of those people today yep. and like i love those people but like the the community in itself i think is toxic and people should not be involved with it now i agree what i do is i now i follow like uh summit and like uh shroud and i see like tweets from all these people who inspire me and stuff like that yes these, dude these are people who are doing it like, yeah and that's people who get it that that's yeah. a big thing man it's like i so i got a few people that have asked me like what's what's your biggest like one thing advice you would say for a new content creator i'm like dude like the stuff you listen to the stuff you watch and the stuff that's on your timeline all that affects like your mentality you know what i mean yeah like if you just have negative stuff or drama stuff on your feed, bro, it yeah. changes you. I promise. Yeah, honestly, so much. Like 100%. so, so much. I felt it for like a month, a few months back. And I was like, dude, I am not like who I usually am. I got to get off this like right now. And especially like, just don't listen to a thousand follower Andy on Twitter when he tells you what you need to do with your Twitch channel. Like, yeah, literally... man. Like take everything with a grain of salt. It's advice. Not a. Yeah look look at the people who are actually doing it though yeah like like do what like listen to that like yep. following their, their footsteps you know that, that's just what bothers me a lot of people like they they say what to do but they, they're like oh t just uh listen to what i say not what i do yeah like no that's not the example yeah, you, you gotta lead by example lead by uh yeah. actions you know actions speak louder than words one of the yeah yeah man i agree i agree i think we're gonna i think we're gonna call it there if that's cool you got any last minute advice or questions you want to you want to stay on the podcast? Plug yourself real quick. Where can we find The King Live? Um, if you wanted to find me, I stream every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday at twitch.tv slash The King Live. Uh, you can also check me out on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button down below if you're watching this. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's what I always say at the end of my videos. I, I, that's like, I can only go off of that script now because I've said it so many times. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I, I love everyone. And um, yeah, thanks for having me here. I don't you, really can find, you can find merch of The King Live at teespring.com slash store slash King Swag 2, not 1, 2. And he's a phenomenal, phenomenal Valorant content creator. If you're an Omen player and you're below gold and you want to get good at the game, don't pigeonhole me like that. Not Omen. If, you, if you're an anyone player. If you're an anyone player. If you're an, any, if you're an anyone player and you play Valorant, you want to get good at the game, you're below gold. Watch the King stuff, man. This dude isn't like, okay, if you do this, you will get great. Because that's not true. I'm sorry. It's not. But he's going to give you advice that you can actually execute on. So check his YouTube channel out. Check his Twitch channel out. He's one of the most loving content creators on Twitch that I know personally. And uh, it was great to have you on the podcast, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, dude. That of course. Good. It was good to have you. Good to have you. Guys, thanks for hanging out for the first official episode of the Dreaming About Podcast. Guys, have a great day. Thanks for checking it out. We'll be back with another one next weekend with another special guest. And uh, yeah, have a good one. Check out the King Live's Twitch channel. Hey, Dream Team fam, if you're a part of my community and you're not following King, uh, I still love you, but it's not 100% there. So please follow him. Thank you. Have a great, guys. Oh, and you can also follow, you can find this podcast on Spotify, YouTube, Twitch, anywhere you can listen to a podcast. You're going to see this in two days. So.